its power. So compact, barely larger than his hand, the perfect size, which was why he'd chosen this one to put in the cupboard. When? How long ago did he do that? Decide his family needed a measure of protection in the home. He hoped, no, prayed, they'd never need it. But he'd seen too much in his work as a sheriff's deputy. And then the threat started. So he brought it home, put it in the cupboard, just in case. He made sure they knew how to use it, showed them where the ammo was stored, in a small can that once held cocoa. Do it like this. Now, as he'd done then to demonstrate the moves, he flipped the top of the container open with a thumb, scooped the loaded magazine free, and slid it into place, all with a minimum of motion and sound. He had them practice until they could perform the action with ease, was so proud of the way they'd taken his instructions to heart, the seriousness of their study. They were ready. He made sure of that. What a pathetic waste of time. His fingers fisted over the gun, all his precautions, all his painstaking preparation and planning. None of it mattered. He hadn't been able to protect them, to keep them safe. All his life he'd worked to keep people safe, to see justice done. Justice. What a laugh. There was no justice, no right, no wrong, no innocent, no guilty. That's just the pain talking. You don't believe that. Believe. The laugh that sliced through the silence was hoarse, wrenched from deep in his gut. What did belief matter? Did it stop evil? Save those who deserved it? Make the guilty pay? Hardly. Justice was a myth. A nice little fairy tale to make children feel safe so they could sleep. Sorrow cut as deep as any shard of glass, piercing him. No, justice didn't exist. He'd been a fool to think it did. There was only... His gaze lowered to the cold steel in his hand. This. There was only this. He shifted the gun in his hand, letting it settle into place, nestle in his palm, supported by the finger that lay along the barrel. Single action, semi-automatic, a masterpiece of precision. Reaching with his other hand, he gripped the barrel, slid it back, and heard the round chamber, the sound equal parts comfort and caution, allure and alarm. One flick, one small motion, and the gun would be ready. Ready for what? What are you doing? He drew a deep breath. What was he doing? A single movement, a tiny click, told him the deed was done. The safety was off. What was he doing? The one thing he promised he'd never do. The one thing left that he could do. Stop the pain. Forever. Chapter 1 A quote from Morris Mandel A name is the blueprint of the thing we call character. You ask, what's in a name? I answer, just about everything you do. From Judges, chapter 13, verse 17. What is your name? For when all this comes true, we want to honor you.
Go off. Dan Justice stared down at his pager, hard, concentrating. Go off, darn you. Go off. Justice, will you relax? You're driving me nuts. Dan looked at his irritated partner. Ah, I'm sorry, man. It's just, well, you know. Steve waved off Dan's words. Then his big paw went back to rest on the cruiser's steering wheel. Yeah, I know, but it's not like this is your first. Dan couldn't restrain his crooked grin. Not like it's my tenth, either. Steve's brows arched under his hat. Though few sheriff's deputies wore the hats anymore, Steve seemed surgically attached to his. From the minute he reached the station, he didn't take it off. Dan couldn't imagine it. He loved almost everything about his job as a Jackson County Sheriff's deputy except the hat. You make an